maybe we serve as people in the same way. And maybe we can avoid something. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe... Do and, things and it, differently. Maybe there's just a different way you like things done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or, or maybe it's just because, you know, maybe we do the things, we do things the same way. And it's just not a good fit. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the same, same thing with us. And so we know, we can say, hey, you know what? We actually do it this way too. Um, you know, it, it may not be a good fit because you didn't like that before. So why... Why are we going to do the same thing? And we actually have um, advisors for other companies that we trust that we'll send people to. If somebody's not a good fit, I'm not scared to say that. And that's yeah. okay. And we know somebody that will take great care of you and be a good fit. Because we, well, first of all, we only have so many hours in the day. There's two of us. And we're not for everybody, and that's okay. And I think that's another mistake that advisors make sometimes is that they're so scared to let an account go. Yeah. That they just try to take whatever they can because, you know, they're trying to get those accounts and, and those numbers that they end up with a bunch of bad fits. In the case of nuclear or radiological... Turn off the TV, turn off the news. You are now dialed in to the Noise Reduction Podcast. Often imitated. Never duplicate. Never duplicate. No. Yes. yes. Well, hello, and welcome to episode 33 of Noise Reduction, where we want to help filter through what is just noise in the financial world and what is actually useful. I am Nelson Negron of Provident Oak Financial here in, well, actually, we're recording in Lamarck, Texas, but our office is over in the Clear Lake area. And I am here, as always, and live and in person. Well, I guess you won't be seeing it live, but I'm seeing it live. Does that work? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's very enthusiastic today. He's had a lot of banging energy. <laughs> yeah, are we allowed to say that? I, I, I don't. I guess we are now. You already said it, so it's not like they're a sponsor or anything. Maybe they should. <laughs> that would be great. You know, I just didn't want people to think we were drinking the unhealthy ones. So. The unhealthy, unhealthy caffeine. Don't mention those ones. Don't mention those. No. Okay, they're not mentioned. They're unmentionables. <laughs> this is going. Oh, yeah, no, thanks, Kurt. <laughs> So as you can see, this is our first time on video. So now you can see that we are real people yes. and we're not Martians. No. We're... Do you know how many times people walk up to me and ask me, they meet me, they're like, oh my gosh, you're a real person. I hear that seriously like 10 times a month. I'm a real person off of social media. 10? I really exist. Did you count? Do you have like a little- I've been because you have like, been... like a little ticker like at the, or whatever it's called that they, uh, when they're letting people into places and they click. Maybe I should try that. <laughs> keep keep tabs. But yes, we're real people. We are real people. We are. With real faces. We are. Right here. And we're here together. <laughs> so on who it. are you? Oh. We yeah. haven't introduced you yet to those that maybe knew. They're seeing you for the first time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to see all my faces. This could be bad. But anyway, so my name is, <laughs> is Rihanna Negron. And um, I am the CEO of Provident Oak Financial and his other half. She's so. the she's the big boss lady. The <laughs> top. Oh, five, three and a half of me. <laughs> <laughs> she's the top dog. Oh, oh. So the head honcho. No, we're not we're not going down this road. <laughs> we're not. I, I was done anyway. Good. So I, I didn't really have any other boss nicknames. He's just sucking up because it's National Spouses Day. Well, I do have the best spouse ever. Here we go. And so the day was created for you. Mm. And so the nation is celebrating you. So now that we've lost all 10 of our <laughs> listeners <clears throat> that are like, uh, uh. Right, right. <laughs> stop it. We should probably get back get, on target. Oh, get on, get on target? Yeah. Almost there. Episode 33. Ep- I said you have the Noise Reduction Podcast. 
So. I am your host. <laughs> like, remember the guy, the uh, remember movie phone? Did Kurt? Do you remember movie phone? No. no, we used to be able to call to check. You had to call to check your the the movie listings. No, wow. So I grew that, up, we had the TV channel guide, you know, that <laughs> printed, but not that. Yeah, it was it was called movie phone, and if you wanted to know when there was a movie, you got to, you would call the number and you know, hello and welcome to movie phone. Dial one for what you know. Anyways, so you would select your theater, and then you would select the movie you're looking for, and it say, you know, uh, Constantine playing at AMC thirty. <laughs> Is that the voice? It was yeah. It, it was it was like that. <laughs> no, okay, all right. But you also so, came from a town where you had a movie theater. I didn't have a movie theater in my town that like yeah. operated. Maybe it was like six months after the movies <laughs> came out, but it was never like. Opening weekend, so you got one choice, and it was six months after everyone else had already seen it. And that was me. I grew up in a small, small hour to get to the theater, and you were lucky if anything mm-hmm. new was even remotely still new when you saw it, and it's... you were just excited to go. Like I didn't care what was playing. Nelson and his privileges growing up. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> yes. just have to rub it in our I, face. I'm gonna in your movie phone. I was gonna make a comment. I'm just gonna. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> so we should probably talk about. <laughs> The actual financial topic that we're well, yeah, you know, and I I had a hard time coming up with a title for this. I was trying to think of the best way to like. I know I put something here and as you you notes and um, you know, how should advisors give advice? You know, type of thing. I almost thought of calling it like on the same theme of you know along the same lines of movies. You know, interview with an advisor instead of interview with the vampire. No. You know, Tom Cruise, oh. Brad Pitt. Okay. No. So back to your privileged <laughs> movie phone. <laughs> You're really well, excluding a lot of us that weren't in your situation. So maybe we should. Are you to... saying you've never seen Interview with a Vampire? I don't think so. Wow. When did it come out? Oh, I don't know. I would have to Google. Probably like 98-ish. Yeah, no. Maybe. Something like that. Somewhere around there. No? Okay. Kurt, have you seen Interview with the Vampire? No. Wow. See? What Again, in the world? We didn't have this that. This is just going way <laughs> off the rails, like right off the bat. It. This is not even... Okay, you know what? Cut. Time out. <laughs> Half time. No. No? Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right. We'll, They're here we'll, for we, actual we advice, nix, not about... Okay. We, we will nix the interview with an advisor because you've never even seen Interview with the Vampire. Golly. I don't even know what was it about. Let me guess. He gets interviewed, and he's you know the the vampire, vampire. gets in, interviewed. Seriously? Actually, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt both play a vampire, and they're trying to live like in secret as a vamp as vampires. Where does the interview come in? Well, Brad Pitt is is the one being interviewed, and he's telling their story of their life as vampires. Huh. <laughs> he watched this for over two hours. No, it wasn't that long. Mm. It was well. I don't. I don't remember exactly how long ago. I mean, it's been twenty plus years since I've seen <laughs> since I've seen it. But it was a normal was movie. Was it good yeah, for its time? Yeah, yeah. For, for its time. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you act like I, you know, was watching movies with like Carl or wait, what's his name? This is your story, and I don't know. Marks, Mark. the Marks Brothers, or something. You know, I don't know. Or no. There's somebody listening right now that's <laughs> screaming and be like, I've seen this movie. <laughs> They're talking about this. If, if, if you've seen the movie, please let us know. 
and 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 let them know like what they're missing out on. Uh, this was like back when movies were good. Probably two hours of our life we'd never get back. But anyway, no, this I mean, movies on. back then were only forty five minutes. Come on, let's be fair. Yeah, I used to have to drive longer than it took to watch the movie. To yes, get to but the you never got out of the car because you were going to a drive-in. No, no, <laughs> we, we had the actual. We had to put the little radio on the on, or the little speaker on the side of the window, and they still have those. Yes, I know. <laughs> okay, so I guess we we actually need to talk about what advice, or, or sorry, how a financial advisor should be giving advice, right? Is, is, that's what we actually planned on talking about today. None of this other stuff, which I still can't believe you haven't seen the movie. But anyways, well, I digress. <laughs> we will we will move on. So a better <laughs> a better topic or title probably would have been financial advice versus product sales. Kind of sums it all up. Yeah, well, and the reason why I wanted to you know talk about this, I was when I put this together, I was I was like fired up. I was like, we got to talk about this. I've noticed you're very enthusiastic today because yes, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> You have a passion I for will, what you do. I appreciate it. I will. It. I will just. So you're very fired up. Go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, last time we talked about the value of advice and and why it's valuable to get advice and and how um, it's okay to get advice. You yeah. know, and to get help with different things. We talked about marriage advice and we talked about you know advice to raising kids and exercise and whatever else you know it's right? okay not to know everything yeah yeah and, and and there are experts out there that can help you so you know i thought it was a, a great idea considering the conversation that we had recently with someone to really talk about what how the advice should be given to you or or maybe when you are actually working with someone or 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 getting advice from someone you know, what kind of questions should you be asking them, first of all, and what kind of information and in what way should you be getting that information back? Um, and the reason this kind of came up for me was recently we had the opportunity uh, to uh, to meet with a, a, a lady. She she was uh, she's older, so she's retired and she's a widow and she uh, had contacted us because her current advisor, um, who's at a well-known firm we won't mention names behave i'll yeah, behave i won't mention any names but so she her concern was that she's retired she you know she's a widow her only income is social security plus the money that she had received from her uh the life insurance policy that her husband had um, and she received those those funds um, as a payout from the life insurance. Mm -hmm. And so she was worried that she was going to run out of money before she died. Which is a common concern in retirement. Right, exactly. And and so her money was invested in the market. And, and as, as we know, uh, 2022, across the board, you know, in general, was a bad year for investments. It's been a wild ride. Yeah, it was, you know, <laughs> it, a lot of people... You know we're are you know we're worried and 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 rightfully so, um, and and we'll you know we can talk about that in a. She had lost some money in the market, and so she was she was really getting worried. <clears throat> so she had um, contacted us and wanted to know, kind of what we thought if she was going to run out of money or whatever. And and the problem is her current advisor, for every concern that she gave him. Uh, he his answer was life insurance. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to run out of money. Finding a, you know, she, he was, he had a, he had a, a square peg and he was trying to find that round hole to, you know, to, <laughs> to make it fit, even though it, it wasn't going to fit in that, in that round hole. And, and. And life insurance has its place. It does. But it is not the answer for everything. Right. And we've talked about life insurance in mm-hmm. the past and, and he's pushing that hard for it. There's only one reason behind that. Right. Well, there so, could be a couple reasons behind it, but none of them are good. So, Yeah. So that, yes, Kurt. I had a quick question, and it had to do with um, kind of in, in the state of the market that we're currently in with the projections of you just don't know where, where the market is kind of heading in the next couple of months. And it's been talked about, you know, hey, we're in a recession, et cetera, and we can define all of that. But now is the most important time to be talking to a financial advisor. Is that correct? What? Yeah. I mean, oh, did you, were you going to? I was going to say, um, absolutely. So, you know, people, they're scared. They're uncertain right now. They're not sure. You know, some people, they've not seen this in their lifetime. We've, we're getting actually a lot of younger clients come in our door because they just aren't sure what to do with this market. Um, and you've got people that are going to social media to try to get financial advice. And then you've got people that are freaking out and pulling all their money you know, there's from one extreme to the other. But what's important is if you get with a professional, they have a ton of data. You know, this isn't something new for them. If they do their job properly, they have a ton of data over a very long period of time. And we can take that data and we can go off of what we know to be true in order to advise you. So that information, you're going to need to talk with a professional. Yeah, you know, and, and just to add to that is is. I, th- I think any time is is a good time or it is. or an important time. You know, there's there. What is that the saying? There's no time like the present. Multiple sources to gather enough data because we don't want to speculate on what's going to happen and and where things are going or just go off of what the talking heads on the news are are saying. Um, there's there's actually you know a lot of people don't don't know this, but um, pretty much all of the financial news uh, channels, their producers are former like sports broadcast producers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like your, you know, favorite four letter network sports network, <laughs> you know, um, you know, they, they come from that world. And so what do they do? Uh, you know, if you watch anything on that network, uh, you're going to see one side saying one thing and one side saying the other thing. And there are so when you're watching, you know, your favorite financial news channel, uh, you're going to see the, the, the same thing. You're going to have one person saying that we're in a recession. You're going to go, oh, no, we're we're just right on the verge of another bull market and uh, the economy is cratering. But the economy is doing well, you know, all in the same 30 seconds. And, you know, so it's no wonder that people are confused Mm -hmm. um, and they don't know what to do about it. Uh, So, yeah, talking to someone that can filter through all the noise, like we say, to filter through what is just noise and what is actually useful um, is very important. Yeah. What it's doing is just leaving people in a panic and they don't even know really why they're panicked because they've heard both, you know, both extremes and they're, they're freaking out. And the, and the only way they know how to deal with it is basically typically to go to social media or whatever instead of a professional or our friends. You know, what are you doing? Uh, my friend told me to invest in this and that. That's wonderful. Your friend can be the nicest person in the world, but are they necessarily the one with the expertise that should be giving you that advice? Maybe they lucked out. That's great. 
but you really need to make sure you that. And the other thing I'm seeing a lot on social media, and it's so important, is please, 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 please search credentials of who you're trusting. Um, a very popular thing that has, because the market and the way it is, that has come out is financial coaching. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing right, it across right. the board. Financial coaches. Don't get me wrong. That's part of what we do. But it is a part of what I what we do along with licensing. A lot of these financial coaches are not licensed in anything. And if they are licensed in something, it's to sell insurance. So you have people going for financial advice that are getting sold insurance by somebody that's not licensed for the other things. How does that work with life insurance? I thought life insurance was only paid after you, you passed. Like pa- Paid to who? To you. Like if you were... Oh, no, no. As as a financial advisor, life insurance, it, there are different types of life insurance products. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in general, though, okay, in general, a financial advisor is paid a commission for selling life insurance. But that only ben- that doesn't benefit you. That benefits you, your family after you. Yeah, so life insurance is right is not for the person that is buying the the insurance or or that is being insured. Okay, so the, the insurance policy is covering the person being insured. It doesn't benefit that person, right? It benefits whoever the beneficiaries are of that policy. So that, if, that's why I was really confused about earlier when you were talking about the lady who was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to have enough money to get through the remainder of my life. It doesn't benefit her that way because it's. It's not going to give her cash later on in life. It's going to give her cash to her family after she goes. Primarily, yes. yes. In general, yes. Now, there are insurance products that allow you to draw from them. Yes. But there's penalties. Uh, there's penalties. there's whole other th- you know issues that go along with that, mm-hmm. and we won't get into detail on that. But yes, we there, could do like a two hour. Show yeah, I mean, there's, let's go. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just keep going. Yeah, when you when you start talking about you know whole life and universal life and universal variable life and all that stuff, okay. Um, there are insurance products that do allow for you to pull from them. And, and there are reasons to do that. And, and, and people can use certain insurance products in retirement. And, uh, but in general, you know, it's not going to be a complete answer for most people. Especially in a situation where somebody is now already in retirement and they're struggling with the funds they have left. And now you're saying we'll buy this life insurance policy because typically those people that can pull from those funds, they've started this life insurance policy a long time ago. And so they've already built up enough. Yeah, the, it, there's there's been enough cash uh, accumulated right. within the policy in order to draw from it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, there is a you know, the world of, of life insurance is pretty broad and, and, crazy. and, and um, <laughs> there is a lot of nuance in it. Uh, and I, as much as I hate to use the word nuance, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, you said that, I know okay. it came out of, it came out of my mouth. I use the word nuance and I typically say that the word nuance is a big word that dumb people say to sound smart. So I guess I just tried to make myself sound smart <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, there, there's a lot of detail with life insurance, but especially when you have someone who. Okay, let's go back to that situation, right? Okay, and and I'm the advisor, and even if I believed 100% that the life insurance policy was the answer, but the person on the other side of the desk, okay, the lady in this in this instance, didn't agree. She obviously didn't agree, or she wouldn't have come to us 
asking our thoughts and opinions on it, right? Well, and she's coming to you freaking out, literally. She's she's stressed out. She's in a situation where she's worried that she doesn't have enough money to make it, and you're trying to sell her something. Right. So one of two things have happened. Either one, the that's not the answer, and you've given a solution that's not the answer to the problem, mm-hmm. Okay, so because she, she's still concerned, or two, you haven't done a well enough job of explaining the answer. Why is it the answer? Why is it the yeah. answer? How is it that that is going to solve the problem that she has come to you for that, you know, she's still worried, it's, she's still concerned, even though you gave her the answer. So either she, it's not the answer or you haven't done your job and you haven't explained it properly. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, you're just trying to take away the panic. Your job is literally for them to be at a point where they are comfortable with the decisions being made for their financial future and right. security. Right. So, you know, and, it, and if it is that second problem that, you know, the the that advisor did not do a well enough job of explaining why life insurance was the answer, then, you know, c- uh, further conversation and further education on that on the life insurance should have been done um, to where, you know, she, she's comfortable. That's, and that's what, something that we tell our clients all the time is, is we want you to be comfortable and confident in the solutions we're providing. So we're going to educate you on what we're doing, why we're doing it, and what it's supposed to do for you. Ahead of time. Ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. So that way you don't have these these instances, you don't have these problems, you don't have these questions or concerns after the fact um, because we've already done all of that ahead of time. Yeah, I can't even count how many times – I guess I need that clicker again. We've been asked, have your clients been <laughs> click, calling click, you freaking click. freaking out? Are they in panic? Are you getting calls? I mean, I can't imagine it's got to be so crazy for you right now. Well, the reality of it is I can count on one hand how many calls we've gotten with somebody needing to be back from a ledge in two years because we've had these conversations. They knew this was coming. We've planned for this. We prepared for this. They know this is a long-term game. And so, you know, a few short phone calls within five minutes. Even those, they're like, okay, I just needed you to reassure me and remind me of what we've talked about. That's the proper way to do things. It's not when the world is on. Kurt, like you like you asked earlier about, about 2022 in the market and what to do or is this the right time to talk to an advisor or the best time or whatever, is that, you know, uh, you know what we try to do for, for our clients is be proactive and say, we're not waiting for them to call us worried. We're reaching out to them and say, hey, are you worried? Um, after I'm confident in the plan, I'm confident mm-hmm. in what you have uh, put in place for us. So I'm not worried. I understand that this is just a blip on the radar. It's just a, a temporary thing that will get passed. And and uh, and so we've been able to do that, you know, over the years to where our clients, you know, they're they understand what's going on. And, and and even though we know that they know, <laughs> even though we know they understand, we're still reaching out saying, hey, you know, uh, just wanted to check in, see if you had any concerns, any questions uh, with, you know, with, with everything that's going on. You know, um, you know, if you're seeing anything on TV that you are, you know, that worries you or whatever. Turn it off. Well, <laughs> well that too. But uh, but let's go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, in all actuality, you know, uh, I hate to say it, but it's it's uh, I say, it, you know, I think it's an epidemic in our, you know, you know, in our industry that when times get tough, uh, advisors like to 
hide under their desk from, you know, and hide from their clients mm -hmm. um, because they don't want to have those tough conversations um, and they don't want to, you know, deal with that. They, you know, and then they'll come back when things are good again and say, oh, look, look how good we're doing. You know, oh, you know, everything's rosy, you know, um, you know, it's all rainbows and unicorns and, and everything's great now instead of, hey, I'm here when things are, are not great. I'm here for you when even when things are bad. And, and I'm here to help you through those. And, and that's that's important, um, yeah. regardless of what solutions you're, you're offering. So. And if you're an advisor, like we're not doing anything crazy, like use our advice. Like we're, we're not trying to hide anything. We recommend it. I know some advisors will be offended by this. They're going to be. We're going to probably get emails. But <laughs> I'm OK with that. <laughs> <laughs> Direct them towards him, please. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's not it's just treat them as a person. You know, not a value, not a bank account amount, not their person. And you need to remember at the end of the day that they're human and they have real concerns and real fears and real emotions. And if you can proactively, you know, get get ahead of it before it gets bad, because it's going to. We know the stock market goes up and down. It, it's going to forever. That's just what it does. So why not be proactive and just get ahead of it? And so they're not so scared and they're not at that point where they're not hearing you when the time does come. Yep, so just exactly. treat them like a person. So what questions should you hear from an advisor? Okay, let's say it's someone who is sitting down for the first time with someone, okay? You know, back to Kurt's question earlier. You know, what, this, you know now is the best time to talk to an advisor. Okay, so I decided to go do it. I decided, hey, I need help. I'm gonna go get help. The first question I'm asking is, what flavor of bang are you uh, drinking? So I am. I'm, I'm drinking. Uh, we're gonna get sponsored by Bang. Yeah, we uh, Miami Cola because it. We were talking about this earlier, and it it, it, it tastes like flat Coca Cola. <laughs> Sounds really delicious, doesn't it? I happen to like flat Coca. Well, okay. So we were huh? sitting there, and I was trying Ew. to decide between Gross. this. <laughs> Okay. I want to like add some bubbles to it for you. Uh, uh, this yeah. episode is sponsored by. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, not really. Not really, Hold but they on. should. They can. Reach out. So reach out to Kurt. He'll, it was, he'll well, let you know. It was either Miami Cola or Peach Mango. Okay. Yeah. So those were the. Yes, I know you don't. Mango like tastes mango. like dish soap. <laughs> Childhood trauma. <laughs> so, so I was trying to decide between the two, and I hadn't had the Miami Cola in a long time, you know, and and I hadn't I hadn't seen it in a long time. Yeah. And, and so I was like. Huh, let's change it up. You know, let's. You know, we, we're on video today. We, we got shirts. We do. Have we have shirts. shirts. We do. They're not for sale. So. Oh, I was going to say order them on the website. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. No. Um, no. This isn't an infomercial. Keep but, going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, see, we're often imitated, never duplicated. Yes. yes no. Yeah, that, yes. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's their intro. <laughs> so yeah, but so I figured, hey. We're changing it up by getting on on camera and 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 allowing our listeners to see our wonderful faces and uh, the many faces of Ree. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll just and, apologize and her, ahead of time. My friends ha literally have her dances. a yeah. <laughs> There's a folder that yeah. they've been keeping over the years called the many faces of Ree, and apparently at some point there's going to be a slideshow. They really are doing this to me. Yep. So. Oh yeah, we will. And, and then birthdays, all that kind of stuff. Great. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I decided to change it up okay, and go well, with go with Miami. I have the cherry limeade. It's like the Sonic limeade. It's delicious. But okay. so Mine. the second question after you find out what flavor, yes, bang. yes. Yeah, second question. Okay. Oh, did you have a second question or? Oh no. Oh, no, you're no, just I, I did the you, first question. You oh, have to do the second oh, question. Oh, I was. Oh, oh. 
I, I was, got you. I was transitioning. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a segment was, transition. Yeah, we were doing a segue. Oh. oh. So. You like that? You Sponsored like that? by Segway. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I not will really. tell you that the first question and a flat red flag for me is to not be your assets. What are your numbers? Like, how much do you have? Yeah. What? How how big is your account? How big is your accounts? How and <laughs> how much money do you have? Sadly, that really is a big thing. Um, there's some advisors that choose not to take clients under certain amounts, and that's that's how they do business, and that's fine. I've, I've dealt with that with insurance companies. Oh yeah. Um, when we were looking at insurance companies for Queer Life Media, oh how much how many assets or what mm-hmm. is your monthly income? Because they're like, oh, we don't take clients in that range. We only take these clients, and I was like, okay, cool. I'll take my money elsewhere. Exactly. Right. And, you know, there's people that do business that way, and I guess that works for them. But if you are looking for somebody that is really out for you, that's looking at your best interest, should that really be the first question that they're wanting to know? Because at the end of the day, if that's their concern, they're probably thinking more about what they're making off of this client. I mean, why else would you need to know immediately, first thing? Yeah, you know, and it's tough because you know I came from that world. Yeah, you know, I, I worked for the larger firms that have those minimums, and you know, and I was told, you know, at one point I was told, well, if you know, if your client doesn't have uh, X number of hundreds of thousands of dollars to invest, yeah, you're not going to get paid by us to to work with that uh, to work with that client, and and so. Um, you know, so basically, I'd be working for free. Right. You know, now the company is going to get their money. Right. You know, they're gonna, they're still going to charge the client, and the company is going to get paid. I just wouldn't get paid. Right. And so that really puts, you know, uh, puts the advisor in a bad place because now they're having to decide: Do I even, you know, since I'm not getting paid to work with this person. You know, right. is it worth my time to even do anything for this person at all? Um, and and again, it goes back to how can an advisor, a financial advisor in that situation, look out for the best interest of the client if they're not getting paid to even, you know, spend two minutes talking to? And them. that's the thing; it doesn't mean they're necessarily a bad person. That's not what I'm saying. But in right. that situation, right, right. those advisors, and, and you've been there. We've been through all that with all the, some major firms, and. I mean, they have to decide at the end of the day, they only have X amount of hours. If they're working for free and all these hours, at the end of the day, what hours are they going to use to pay for their family, to feed their family? You know, they still have to pay their bills. And so they have to make the decisions of either not working with clients below that certain amount and being that person's like, oh, we can't work with you. Or do they basically do charity work and let the big company make money off of it? So. Right, right. And that kind of goes on to, to another question that if you're sitting down with an advisor that you should ask, and it's flat out asking the advisor, how do they get paid? Yeah. People you know? are always scared to ask us that. Yeah. It's it, usually it, the very last, <laughs> and usually we have to tell them. We're like, well, you haven't asked this question yet, so we're going to we're gonna Yeah, we're going to tell you how we make money. How we money. get paid. Um, you yeah. know, it, because it's all about transparency, putting it out on the table. You know, that's that's, you know, that's how the relationship should be. If we're If you're hiring us to do a job, and you're hiring us to give you advice and manage your life savings or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you probably should know what you're paying for and how that person is getting paid to, to do work for you. Um, that, that's a pretty important question. Um, and then, you know. What are, what are my fees? Yeah. What, fees what, should be very transparent. Right. You'd be amazed how many hidden fees there can be. And you're looking at your 
statements going, what is this? How did, you know, what's that? They should not be afraid to answer those questions. Right, they right. should be very upfront. And this is what we'll charge. This is why they should not yeah, where shy the, away. Where, from... where are the fees coming from? Right. What are, inter you know, internal product fees or, or what's called platform fees and advisory fees? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all these fees out there. Know what you're paying and why you're paying them. Yeah, there's many people that come into our office. They're like, oh, well, you know, they're only charging me X percent. But then when we actually break it down, we're like, well, do you realize you're paying this, 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 and this? They don't even realize they're paying these fees. They think they're just paying this percentage and don't realize all the added fees. They had no idea. You should know what you're paying. Right. Right. So. Exactly. Right. So what else? Um, what is your service model? Yeah. I mean, how are you going to take care of me? Yeah. What should I expect as service? You know, is it, okay, now that you have my account, you're going to call me once a year? Yeah. Or... Is it, are we going to have frequent check-in calls? Are we going to meet how many times a year? Uh, what types of communication am I going to get? All those things. You know, those, those are, you know, the, that's all part of the service that you're paying for. You know, how are they going to take care of it? And if it's not what you're comfortable with, let them know. Say, no, 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 no. I need this amount of communication. I need this. I need that. Um, and it's different for everybody. Right. We have clients that... They like to call us like every week and mostly like to chat and tell us about what's going on with their life. And then we have some that are like, you know, I'm still like busy working. I'll talk to you maybe quarterly or whatever, and that's fine. Um, it just depends on the person. And we just, um, I guess we customize it to each person. So within yeah. the within the scope of the regulations, we do that. Well, well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should add that in there so we don't get Yeah. Trouble. But no, I mean, again, it's a service you're paying for. You're paying somebody to take care of you. Right. Demand good service. Yes. Don't be afraid to demand good service. So. Exactly. So what kind of questions do you think the advisor should be asking the potential client? Well, I, I kind of know this because we do this all well, the time. Well, okay. Well, I put some ideas on the I already know what it is. <laughs> I can tell you. So when we sit down with our clients, it'll be easier to do it this way. Um, we We have at least an hour. We always schedule two hours. And it usually goes two hours. It, at least. <laughs> Depends on the client and how much we're talking. We talk about all sorts of stuff. Sometimes it's about coffee makers. You'd be amazed. But um, we just sit them down and get to know them. We want to know their story. Who are you? What got you to this point? You know, are you married? Do you have kids? Do you have grandkids? Are you retired? What? Tell us your story. And half the time they come in with this file, like this big of all their assets, and they think that's what we're after. And we say, that's great, and we appreciate you, but we push it aside, and we're like, we want to know you. Because it doesn't matter really what's in that file at the end of the day if we can't get along, if it's not a good fit, if it's not a good relationship, if we can bring value to you. And so it just should be let's get to know each other conversation, not hard sells, not numbers, not you should feel comfortable like you're valued in that meeting. You should feel like you're a person, not an amount. Um, at the end of the day, you need to trust us. You need to know that when, you know, obviously we have, regardless of how much money you have, it's important to you. It's your money. So if you can't trust us and don't like who we are as people, we shouldn't have your account. So, yeah, yeah you know, and, and questions that, you know, are like what concerns you about your financial situation? Mm -hmm. You know, that has nothing to do with how much money you have. No, it's, you know, so I'm not asking how much money do you have or, or you know, how many, you know, what are your total assets or what's your net worth? But it's what is it about? your situation that you're uncomfortable with what about that situation keeps you up at night that you're worried about that you're anxious about um 
Are you worried about retirement? Are you worried about a kid going to college? Are you worried about, you know, whatever it may be, your spouse and if they're taken care of, if something happens to you or whatever, what are your concerns? Because those are completely individual. Like everybody Mm -hmm. has different concerns and different things. There's not a one size fits all. So it's important to know why they're concerned and what bothers them. Right. And, And then also, what about the future? You know, what about what about the future concerns you or, or what about the goals that you may have? Have you thought you, about the future at yeah, all? Yeah, Some you, of them are like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you get 20 year old kids and they're like, <laughs> yeah. You know, especially when you start asking, well, what do you think about retirement? And they're like, huh? Yeah. Uh, it's like, well, and, and we tell them, no, we don't we don't yeah. expect you to know the answer right now. Right. But we ask the question just so you start thinking about it. Right. You know, you this may be the first time you've even had that question posed to you. So. You know, let's start. Let's start talking about it. Let's start thinking about it. Or, or maybe you do have some goals in the future that you're concerned with. And so, what about those goals in the future? You know, has you know what about that situation has uh, has started to cause you to con- be concerned? So, the stomach's growling. You're gonna hear it. Sorry. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm gonna eat today. I just realized. Sorry. Yeah, and, and there's couples. Couples come in. They've been married. 15, 20 years, whatever it is, and they've never had this conversation. They might have two completely different ideas of retirement. They could be, you know, a lot of times opposites meet, they attract, and they marry each other. It's just how it works. And they don't have these tough conversations until we give them a questionnaire, and they're like, we've never really talked about this. She's, You know, the wife will be like, I was planning on retiring early, and I want to travel. And the husband's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to work until they have to, like, wheel me out of the office, and I don't really like to travel. It just, you got to find that common ground and kind of bring them together. A lot of what we do is marriage counseling <laughs> yeah. or counseling in general. Yeah. We yeah, go through exactly. a lot of Kleenex. So. Exactly. So, um, Retirement. Is that something that people do? I feel like I'm just going to work until I'm dead. That's I feel like that's I, that's me. I think that's what I'm going to do as well. I, t- I keep telling her, you're just going to have to, you know, I'll be in my chair. I'll you'll, you'll come in and I'll be dead and you'll just have to roll me out. You know, and I'm the traveler. I'm like, that's fine. Like, we can work from pretty much anywhere. We can bring a laptop. I'm right. like, I'm good with that. So I'll travel around. You bring your laptop. I'll will you where you need to go, and you just keep working. Yeah. And we're seeing the world, buddy. There you go. There you go. So, uh, so yeah. Um, and then also another question uh, that that advisor, you, you you know, I think it's a good question. At least is you know, have you worked with an advisor before? You know, what are your experiences with working with an, uh, a financial advisor? What did you like most about working with that advisor? What did you not like about right. working with that advisor? And it's not, you know, those those kinds of questions are not to not meant to, you know, stir up anything really. It's more about finding out what that experience was like. Um, and if let's just say that the whatever that you know whatever you didn't like about working with that advisor is really more of a personality thing or right. and, and maybe it's just a way that we service people um maybe we service people in the same way and maybe we can avoid something <laughs> yeah well maybe do and, things and it, differently maybe there's just a different way you like things done yeah, yeah exactly or or maybe it's just because you know maybe we do the things we do things the same way and it's just not a good fit mm-hmm. and maybe it's the same same thing with us and so we know we can say hey you know what we actually do it this way too um you know, it, it may not be a good fit because you didn't like that before. So why why are we going to do the same thing? And we actually have um, advisors for other companies that we trust that we'll send people to. If somebody's not a good fit, I'm not scared to say that. And that's yeah. okay. And we know somebody that will take great care of you and you'll be a good fit. Because we, well, first of all, we only have so many hours in the day. There's two of us. And we're not for everybody and that's okay. And I think that's another 
mistake that advisors make sometimes is that they're so scared to let an account go yeah. that they just try to take whatever they can because, you know, they're trying to get those accounts and, and those numbers that they end up with a bunch of bad fits. Yeah, you know, you have people that are, you know, that, that are working with the large firms mm-hmm. that it's not a good fit right? when they could be working with an independent, um, you know, like us, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Um, there may be, you know, uh, reasons that someone would want to work with a, a larger firm over an independent. So, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's Just preferences. It's a it's a it's for every situation is different for every every advisor is different. And, and so it's about finding the, the right fit. And as far as uh, we never answered this question about retirement um, and I've heard you say this about a million times, but <laughs> retirement has really changed. Um, it wasn't until recently over the last many years are you um, I don't know 50 60 years that we really started looking at retirement differently um, now retirement's more of not necessarily stop working but now it is not doing what you have to do and now you're able to do what you want to do so people you know a different maybe a different industry or a different way whether it's volunteering or maybe it is working for income but it's what you want to do instead of what you're having to do i've had a lot of people talk about even like police officers and firefighters you know they get to that age where they can start taking out their retirement Mm -hmm. um whatever that those situations are um and now they can go like i know know, there's a a police officer i know that really wants to do video but he doesn't want to do video full-time um because he doesn't want to lose out on what he's doing with you know, in in that industry. So how, you know, that's an opportunity for him when he reaches that age. Oh, now I can finally, because I can take out the retirement money that I'm getting back here. And now I'm I'm not having to worry as much about the video stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean you have to like sit on the couch and eat potato chips and like, (laughs) like, that'd be cool for like maybe the first day and I'd be, I'd be over it. Yeah, me too. I'm like, right. I can't just sit like that. And, and for some people, that may be what retirement looks like for them. But for a lot of people, we're just so used to, I think, being on the go. But we're on the go doing the things we have to do versus the things we'd really want to do if money was no object. Or for, like, my case, you know, I really enjoy what I do. So it's kind of the, a mixture of both. You know, this is this is my passion. This is what yeah. I want to do. And th- I, I get that. There are people out there that aren't that way. Yeah. That's like him. He loves loves his job, and he literally will be working until I'm, like, wheeling him around. I have no doubt of this. <laughs> Just don't but. wheel me into a bus, in front of a bus. Back to those life insurance policies. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get sued. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Um, Things like, well, forget that. But, yeah, right. We're not sponsoring <laughs> them. We're just kidding. But, you know, I think bottom line the, is... This oh, bus crash oh. is brought to you by Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, uh, bottom line is don't don't be afraid to ask questions. Yes. You know, ask tough questions to a financial advisor. Um, They're afraid of those tough questions. They are not the advisor for you. Keep looking. Yeah. You know, there is no reason why a financial advisor should be offended. You know, quote. uh, Hey, I don't have to say that I'm doing air quotes. They can see it now. Well, you should say in case they're listening. Okay, well, in case they're listening, I am. If you're not, if you're not watching us, then no. Okay. Anyways, uh, so yeah, if you're asking tough questions and the financial advisor is getting bothered or upset that you're asking questions, my recommendation would be to move on to another advisor. And we're not Uh, even saying us. Like, there's a million advisors. Believe me, there are a million advisors. Like, just Google. There's tons of them. 
just start doing interviews and start, you know, consultations. They shouldn't cost you anything just to go sit down with somebody. You usually know within about 10 minutes if it's a fit. Yeah, you know, and, it, and it's it's funny because whenever I was at the larger firms, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna uh, get a drink. Yeah, yeah. You you do you get a drink, get, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give okay. this last uh, example before last. before before we wrap up. So, um, th- what they would tell us is that we need to, as financial advisors, position ourselves like if we are the person's doctor or physician. And do you ask, you know, do do you go to your doctor and you ask how they get paid and and oh really yeah I haven't and, heard this one yet. oh yeah yeah oh do you ask your doctor how they get paid and do you ask your doctor you know um uh, every detail about the prescription that you're getting you and, should well you should but that's you a know, whole other conversation yeah, well, another yeah, two we'll, hours. We'll go so, yeah <laughs> but you know do you do you you know so if they start doing that to you so let them, you know, ask them, do you, do you, when you go to the doctor, do you ask your doctor all these questions or do you rely on their expertise? Because I am the expert in this area. And it, that never s- sat well with me. No. I, you know, that never was something that I felt like was how I wanted to approach someone who was concerned about, you know, their, 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 their money. Um, and, and so that's not anything that I would ever do. And, and it was ne- I was never comfortable doing that. And, and uh, yes, I spoke up and caused a lot of. That's because you're a troublemaker. Yes, I am. <laughs> it just goes back to treating them like they're a person. Right. At the end of the exactly. day, if that was your parent, your mom, your dad, whatever, they went for help. And that's how they were treated because they had concerns. Would you be OK with that? I wouldn't. No, absolutely I'd not. Probably. And if you would, you probably need a heart check. And, and that's a whole other episode. <laughs> and talk to Jesus. I'd, I, I, uh, I'd probably show up at the office. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly it's just this is not okay yeah, like, right, people right. are people not right. yeah so, so. all righty so yeah, this has been very informative and i'm sorry i, I think we went, probably went really we, long. we went how long did we go on this probably about 45 minutes oh okay okay well, i'm sorry so. hey we had okay in our defense we had a couple of people in the room i'm not going to name names that had not seen a really good movie with like two of the biggest movie stars of our generation and we had to talk about that. So if oh, you were, I've seen that movie. It's just not the one that you said. So if you're here what? for financial <laughs> advice, and financial advice is why you're here, you can just turn it off now because it looks like we're just going down a rabbit hole. No, okay. No. Uh, but if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, you want to know more about this or, yeah. or anything else or more about life insurance or whatever, uh, reach out to us. Um, you can. Yeah, one good little piece of advice I can share on life insurance, many people don't realize you can actually use a life insurance policy to help pay off taxes later on. If you're leaving uh, money to somebody, a kiddo or whatever, and you're worried about them getting hit hard with taxes, there's actually a strategy with that. So just a little spigot of information. That, that, that may be possible, yep. Yeah, just, may, yes, maybe. I forget. <laughs> there's there's all these wordings. I get in trouble with <laughs> compliance, but yes. That, that may be possible based on your situation. Correct. So, yeah. He's easily walking hey, disclosure. I, I just want to make sure. He has to be married I to me. Make sure, hey, I want to make sure that we don't have to go back to Kurt with all these edits. And be like, edit, edit, Yeah, edit. yeah, you got to take this I'm out. Sorry. You got to take that out. Especially it with video. Be, I'm sure that's going to make it even more difficult. It may <laughs> we'll be okay. It may be a possibility, but it is something you could bring up with your financial advisor to see if it's fitting for your situation. Just little things yeah. like that that average, everyday people that don't work in this industry don't realize. So. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, any other, or if you want to hear a certain topic from us, you know, reach yeah. out to us, uh, info at providentoak.com. Mm-hmm. Reach out to us on Facebook. Uh, there's Instagram. Insta- in- How do you reach out on Instagram? Message. You message. I don't know. I, I he don't, doesn't I don't social have so, media. I don't have social media, so 
Yep. I rolled my eyes yeah. for the people. <laughs> Do it right in the camera. Hey, I have not had social media for like seven years. And I envy him. And <laughs> I do. It has been like the most enjoyable thing ever. Like, like not to deal with that is very freeing and, and relaxing. And yeah. It's, but at the same time, like he has to watch news like 24 hours a day to, for the industry. He needs to keep up with everything. I can't stand it. So it's good that he has that. I'm like, you just give me like a summary and I'll give you the, the social media <laughs> summary and then we come together. Well, I'm filtering out the noise. I appreciate that. So am I on my end. So. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so uh, I Info guess I guess you could send a, is it an Insta? Is that what it's called? No, no. A gra- is it a gram? Just a message. It's just a message. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now they can see me. Dang it. I was thinking if I went away from the mic, they wouldn't see the face I just made. And I realized oh, it's gosh. totally captured. Oh okay. my goodness. Okay. Right. So yes. So just Facebook. Uh, just message me. It won't be him. Don't worry. Reach him on his beeper, you know, <laughs> on the side of his. You know, he's got his his beeper and his movie phone. Yes, <laughs> I'm full circle. Hey, you know again. what? But you you could text message on a beeper. <laughs> okay. You know, if he did the 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 numbers a certain way, it'd spell out words. So, so. <laughs> you're probably like, if you haven't turned us off, you're probably at work. You probably have a bunch of people go, "What's a beeper?" <laughs> Google it. So we appreciate you all turn, tuning in. You can find us. Um, Not turning us off. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, yeah. all the social medias. Um, ProvidentOak.com is our website. So, or uh, ProvidentOakFinancial.com. Yeah, well, people like the shorter version. The people that don't have beepers like the shorter version. <laughs> Yeah, it's we, easier to go shorter on a on a beeper than it, than it is a full text message. We appreciate you guys tuning in. And <laughs> you all have a blessed day. See ya. Investment advisory services offered through One Ascent Financial Services, LLC, DBA, Provident Oak Financial, a registered investment advisor with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply any certain degree of skill or training. Past performance may not be a representative of future results. All investments are subject to loss. Forecasts regarding the market or economy are subject to a wide range of possible outcomes. The views represented in this podcast may prove to be inaccurate for a variety of reasons. These views are as of the date of this podcast and are subject to change based on the changes in fundamental economic or market-related data.